In its quest to provide an open forum for discussion of controversial issues, this station allows hosts and their guests to express themselves without any significant censorship. You're advised that any views expressed by the hosts or their guests are not necessarily the views of Tuggy Entertainment or its partners. Darkness has descended upon the city, and the creatures of the night have begun to stir. This is the time when the veil between the realms of the living and the dead is the thinnest, and all that is is not what it appears to be. Like a lone sentinel, one candle flickers in the night, revealing all that lurks in the darkness. This is Ghost Chronicles, Book of Shadows. Welcome to the Nightmare. Making the money. Time the to make some money. The big make bucks. Money, making money, making money. So anyways. Manifest it. There you go. The only thing that's accurate in that st- statement is that I am in the basement. Uh-huh. <laughs> anyway. So there. Uh, yeah, I actually have a, a great announcement, and, and uh, I'm Yay. really excited. Yes, 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 yes. Yay. I mean, we've got – it's October's coming up, and we've got tons of stuff coming up. Of course, we have Spectral Evidence at the Hawthorne Hotel in, as part of the Festival of the Dead on the 20th, and I believe uh, some blondie's going to be there with me, isn't she? I think, I think so. I think perhaps. Mm. Arg matey, yeah. it'd be talk like a pirate today. I'll be there. Oh, there you go. It is pirate talkie day, but go. that's fine too. Whatever. Yes, scurvy dog. So yeah, that's, that'll be cool. <laughs> yeah, and I'll then be there. In the, uh, I believe it's the thirteenth, October thirteenth. We'll be doing the Sigrid Garden Victorian Seance at the Inn Magnolia in Gloucester, which is going to oh, be cool. Lovely. It's a Victorian tea, and then we all assemble under a hundred-year-old rhododendron tree, and uh, we conduct a uh, old-time spiritualist seance. So there you go. Lovely. But that's not the big news. And of course, you know, I have I have my uh, uh, what do you call it? That thing I do for college uh, course, paranormal CSI, and uh, that's extremely. <laughs> 
community college. That little at, thing, yes. Yep, that's that's next week. So there you go awesome. with that. And then um, also, and I think the day before. Halloween, I'll be at Middlesex Community College doing a special lecture and ghost hunt there nice. for them in Bedford. And, of course, at Northern Essex, I will be on November 6th as well. Oh, my busy, God, busy. am I busy? Yes. Wow. But wait a minute. I haven't right. got to the coolest thing yet. Yes. I just nailed it today. Yay! <laughs> <laughs> what the hell is that? No, go ahead. Go ahead. I'm, maybe I'm jumping the gun. Go ahead. Oh, no, you are jumping the gun. Wow. (laughs) We are are doing a special on October 27th. We are doing a special haunted theater presentation of Gothic Night of the Living Dead Ah. at the Vizy Estate. And this is going to be the coolest thing. We have uh, the gothic magic of Vlad. Vlad. yeah, yeah, we're going to be, it's going to be a really cool thing. We're going to have a Harry Houdini Halloween seance, and we have ah, nice. we have a gentleman who actually will be performing one of Harry's uh, great uh, trips, tricks, whatever, acts, whatever it's called. And we also have an artifact from Harry Houdini that we'll be using in the seance. Nice. So, yeah, so I'm so psyched. I am absolutely so psyched. That sounds and, very cool. Yeah, very, very, very cool. So anyways, um, that's on the 27th. That isn't even posted yet, so uh, it'll be going out very shortly. So uh-huh. there you go, my matey. Uh-huh. <laughs> Had to throw well, that in there. Yeah. Well, uh-huh. hopefully we'll have one more thing to add to that agenda, but I'm going to shut up about it. <laughs> yes, please do. <laughs> With your track record, I would definitely oh, be quiet. Be quiet. I just got all excited because I thought that was the one. So, oh, yeah, well, so hopefully we'll have a secret to tell everybody in a couple weeks. Yep, soon yep, yep. I hope. Yep, Ian and I are getting married. <laughs> 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 we are with child. Oh, shut up. Don't even go there. Oh, I'm going to kill you. <laughs> oh, you are me. scurvy dog. Just <laughs> it is it. pirate week, isn't it? Yeah, <laughs> a day it. or whatever the hell it is. Yeah. So anyways, what we bring out, uh, bring on, I guess, before I get into any more trouble. Oh, it's too late. <laughs> it's too, too late, late, isn't it? <laughs> it's way too late. You are in such doo doo. Oh man. So dead, aren't I? Yep. <laughs> you are. So anyways, let us bring on uh, a young lady who uh, I've always been enthralled with. I see her picture around Salem all the time at Omen and Hex and everything else. And she's a lovely lady by the name of Colleen White, who is a witch as well. Colleen, you're there. Hi, I'm right here. Oh, my God. Hi, Ron. Thanks for having me on. (laughs) Hi, Colleen. Hi, how are you? How are you guys doing? I was great until, until he opened his mouth. I was fine. (laughs) <laughs> oh <my God>. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like you guys have a busy month coming too. Lots of exciting oh. stuff. <laughs> oh yes. Yeah. Yes, oh boy. Yeah. Oh, that's my dog barking just in time for the show. Oh yeah. <laughs> I, I bring sure, mine into not... the room whenever I do a psychic reading, so I have mine in my office, and she has her little cushion that she sits on, and she usually knows to be good when I'm on the phone. <laughs> <laughs> you, you sure you, that isn't your husband barking at me? Yeah, that's, he's coming to get you. you yeah, I don't out. doubt it. They all have guns, too. I have to be careful. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, okay. Colleen, thank, thank you so much for coming on the show. Uh, you are uh, on uh, at Omen.
Truman at times, and you do several uh, seancey things there. Uh, yeah. You know, yeah. And uh, you, I know you you do something that Ian is you've piqued to Ian's imagination with. <laughs> we'll, we'll get into that in a minute. But mm-hmm. um, uh, so, how long have you been involved? I mean, in in witchcraft and in what I've you do. Been- I've been doing, I've been a witch since I was 14. Um, so I've definitely been practicing since I was 14. I've been doing, I've been doing readings non-professionally since I was a teenager too. Um, I've kind of been doing mediumship since I was a child. Um, my mom used to keep journals of some of the things that I would do with that. And it's definitely something that I inherited pretty much from my family as well. But I got into retail management for quite some time after going to college. And I did that for a while. Me and my ex opened a store and sale and that's his job. And then I just kind of jumped into reading professionally more so. So wow. something that I always kind of went in and out of, dabbling, um, but <laughs> never doing it as a job. And now it's my full-time career, and it's great. I love it. Oh, <laughs> so quite a bit better than retail, right? Yes, yes, <laughs> yes. But I did retail management for a big trolley company, so I ran like five stores and concierge oh. booths. And wow. <laughs> wow. It's so very, I think very different. I think that is awesome that your mother kept journals like she that. She did, yeah. She That's actually fantastic. used to have picnics in the cemetery, and I would tell her all about the people who were buried there. Oh, <laughs> wow. That's, that's right up your lane, uh, <laughs> Ann. You know, you know, cemetery picnics. Uh, that sounds like you all over. <laughs> it sure is. <laughs> yeah, when oh. I was a little girl, we would love to do that. Did you do that too, Ian? <laughs> oh, yeah. I, we absolutely I do did. so much now. <laughs> I don't so have picnics there anymore, but um, yeah, absolutely did that as a kid, and uh, we used to climb the trees oh, over yeah. there and uh, ride our bike. We used to go fishing, me and my mom. And <laughs> <laughs> we had a cemetery in Weymouth that had a little stream, and we would go try to catch little fish. <laughs> oh, nice! There's a Were great cemetery in Weymouth across from the um, the South Shore Hospital, or is mm-hmm. that South Weymouth? Is that South Weymouth? I believe it's South Weymouth. Oh, Weymouth proper. Okay. Oh, yeah. I, I think the Central Hospital is Weymouth proper. I have lived in in Weymouth since I was a child. Actually, mm-hmm. I'm from Boston, pretty much. Ah, okay. But for a little while, I lived in Weymouth when I was younger. Well, they have great cemeteries. <laughs> they do. They have beautiful cemeteries. It was my playground when I was younger. It was really fun. <laughs> awesome. So, I mean, that it's that's. I mean kind of you, you grew up in a cemetery and everything else and in talking to kids and then you moved in and now you're you're in the the uh, forefront of the witches because you're with Christians so that makes you automatically in the forefront. Uh, oh yeah. It's been an interesting <laughs> run with him too. I actually have done different things for him over the years. I ran on um, the balls one year and the and organized the events and I ran his psychic fair before I actually started reading for him full time. So like I've seen the development of Omen, uh, like him creating Omen. I was mm-hmm. remember when he created Hacks, and it's just it's been a fun ride. And right. I, I'm very lucky to be one of the full time readers at Omen. I, I'm there every week. Yeah, you know what's funny great. is is I, I, I we're doing an event at Dining with the Dead on uh, the end of the month mm-hmm. uh, of October, and uh, it's on Ouija boards. And mm-hmm. so I was on the web looking for a picture, and I came across this old pen and teller. Uh, YouTube thing of Christian and Sean. I saw. And, <laughs> and uh, somebody else that uh, we, Christian doesn't speak of anymore. But anyways, uh, 
I saw. I just, I actually did see that on your page. I it's know, like, it's so oh my funny. God. How, long, how young he looks, too. I know. What a hoot, though, and, and, and what, what bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> hey, this is a PG show, isn't it, Mr. Ron? What's that? Oh, I know. It's Mr. very Ron. amusing. PG. It's a pretty I, great clip. <laughs> I said ship. It's Pirate Day, remember? Oh, yeah, okay. Ship. Yes, right. yes, it's my lisp. It's my lisp. Oh my god! So, so yeah, it's yeah. a blast working for him. You're never bored. There's always something oh, no, going no, on. No, 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 no. So now I, is, is Omen? Uh, well, I haven't. Well, hang, I well, hang on a second. Hang on a second. I've been what? actually working with Christian for uh, nine years now. Believe it or not. Yeah, yeah, yeah the, I know. No evidence. So longer anyways. than me. <laughs> Lucky <Yep>. you. <laughs> so, so go ahead, Ann. I was going to ask um, now, Omen. I'm I'm not I'm not up in Salem a lot because I live quite a distance away. Is that the well, one where well, they well. they do like the readings like right out in the window? Yep, um, yep. It's okay. a psychic parlor, and we have the boots in the windows with the curtains. And it's actually, Hex is that way nice. too, though. <laughs> Hex is yep. that way too. Omen's a little bit different because Omen's more of a healing white light vibe. And oh, it's really okay. nice because we have the classroom in the back, and it's all like the the yellow sun colors and the blue celestial, and everything um, in Omen is dedicated to healing and divination. Mm-hmm. So we have a healing altar at Omen, and it's just a great place for people to come. It doesn't scream, you know, witchcraft. There's nothing scary about it. So it's just a great place for people to come for reading. Oh, okay. And, and to learn more about, like, psychic abilities and buying tarot cards or furthering, like, their own abilities. It's a really great place. I think it opens it opens his empire up to, like, even a more of a spectrum of people. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. Maybe then it's probably Hex is the one that I've walked by before. Yep. yep. Hex, we're both on Essex Street. Hex is across from Gulu Gulu in Salem, and we are actually on the cobblestones at the pedestrian mall. Mm-hmm. Right. Oh, Okay. And you might see Lori in the window because Lori's like yep. always at hex. Yeah. Okay. I think I think that the evening it was actually the evening that you and I, Ron, uh, did the live broadcast. We were at the theater up there. Oh my uh, God, the Griffin Theater. That's like a hundred years ago, wasn't it? Last. Yeah, it was last. Well, it was last uh, last October, and I was walking over to grab something to eat after with the um, after we were done. Mm-hmm. And I think it's right around the corner. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we yep. walked behind it. Yep. Yeah, and I know that I I know I saw Lori in the window. Mm-hmm. Yep. That that evening. So you can't yeah. miss Lori. She's got like six hundred pounds of jewelry on. Yeah. <laughs> you can never miss Lori, and that's her window. She's always in it too. She works constantly. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so tell us, can we talk about the wine yet? I knew I was waiting for you to to come up with that. I knew that was your peaky interest one. Tell us about what I need to know about the Salem Wine Women. Well, I actually started wine groups when I lived in Boston. I've been in Salem for about six years now. So I started Boston Wine Women when I lived in Boston, like to get a hobby to get out of my boyfriend's hair. So I um, I got all these professional women together. We'd go to wine tastings in Boston. We'd go to events at the Ritz, and we would hold events at each other's houses. So uh-huh. when I came, I was actually in Food and Wine Magazine in 2004 for the group. Mm-hmm. So when I came to Salem, I wanted to create something like that here. But it was great because we have so many women-owned businesses and so many small businesses, and it became bigger here than it had ever been in Boston. We have um, almost 500 members now in the North Shore oh. area. 
Wow. Professional Women, and it's uh-huh. Salem Wine Women on Facebook. And I ran it, I think, for the first year or two by myself, and then um, I took on a partner who came through right when I was kind of ignoring it and letting it go, and I was busy and moving and stuff, um, Mia. My friend Mia came on, so she runs it with me, and we, we, we have, like, a little board. We have to have extra organizers and stuff. <laughs> we, have, we have a monthly event um, at a different business in Salem, and everyone brings a bottle of wine um, or a snack, and the, the business puts on a promotion, and then we do a networking circle, and it's just great because when people move to Salem, they get to meet everybody. They get to meet different people. We've got a lot of politicians that come to the group. It's just it's it's very cool, and it's so different from what I do in my normal day because I go to these wine events, and it's all it's the other side of Salem. Like I'm what? in the Witchland for most of the day, and then I throw these events every month that are like the soccer moms, the politicians, and the business business owners. <laughs> <laughs> Jeez, wow. I, I, wonder, I wonder if the state will pay for that woman who, be, I mean, that man who became a woman to go to that. <laughs> we, it's funny because we've actually talked about that. If they're wearing mm. a dress, we let them in. <laughs> hey, hey. Every once in a while, we do have to think, because hmm, we mm. say women only, but uh, we, we, we'll make an exception if they're willing to dress the part. Oh, there you okay. go. All right, Ann, we're, we're up for that. Open-minded. Ron, you'll have to wear a dress. We'll get you some big old high heels. There you go, honey. There you go. Yeah, actually, you know, when, I worked, when I worked for Macy's, there was actually a, a whole pile of uh, of the associates used to go and they'd return the different clothes to the departments, and they would always go by my department, and they'd always hold up the dress and say, well, this would look good on you, Ron. <laughs> Try to dress me, so maybe there's something there. You're ready to go. I'm ready. Yes, I'm ready. So maybe they go. were all getting that vibe from you before you, you know, really recognized it. Well, I'm I'm just waiting to commit a major crime so the state will take care of it for me. No. <laughs> okay. <laughs> that's the best way to do it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's the way to do it. Just work the system. You know what I'm saying? No. <laughs> oh, okay. Well, anyway. that that sounds like an awesome group, and uh, it's so an much awesome fun. Anyone can come to. It doesn't matter where you live. You can pop mm-hmm. by. Every meeting is open, or every every party is open. I guess it's more like a party. Mm-hmm. <laughs> ah, very cool. Oh, when we're when we're in Salem, I'll have to check it out. You definitely you have to check it out. We're every um, month except for October. We take October off, of course. <laughs> I think you're a little busy in October. Yeah, you, no, so that, you can't get you can't get into Salem in October. Yeah, right. Exactly. <laughs> Right. You can't get in or out sometimes. <laughs> That's true. <laughs> you know, you, you now you have uh, you have some uh, um, events that are coming up at Omen, and I noticed on uh, the website. You you want to tell us a little bit about those? Yeah. Um, well, I do. I do seances. Um, twice a month, actually. So I have a seance coming up this Saturday night, um, and I do my seances normally um, during the normal year from 7 to 8.30 um, in the back room of Omen every other Saturday night. So I have one coming up this Saturday, and it's really good. We have a great space in the back. It's just an excellent time. We've had some really, really good results from it, and we do a little bit of teaching. Well, I do a little bit of teaching during it. So they leave with some um, techniques to further um, communicate with spirits, and we talked a little bit about, um, like, ancestry altars and how to communicate with your own loved ones, and then we do the actual seance, and we do the channeling, and we, we have snacks and wine provided as well, so it's just mm-hmm. really an excellent time. It's, it's mm-hmm. a great time back there, and in October, I'll be doing them every Saturday night. 
Oh, there you go. There you go. But, you know, I want to ask you, when you do these seances, it's not a, you don't sit around a table, do you? We do, actually, except for in October when occasionally we we do it more gallery style because the right. last two weeks of October we end up with a full, full world. Yeah, crazy, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. Oh, so you do do it around, you do do it, yeah, okay. We do do it at a table. We do it oh, all wow. year long. And even in the winter, we get, like, very nice size groups, like little groups, like under 20. And it's, it's nice and it's intimate, and we, we have the long table that we can do it at. And it's, I can't do it with the lights off. And it's just very nice. <laughs> now, now I, I, I thought you did something a little different before uh, September, that you were doing something in the summer a little different, if I can remember. I did two classes recently. I did one class called um, Magic in a Mundane World, and it talked about how anyone can manifest their destiny, and it talked about simple simple techniques for actually doing some manifestation magic when you need money right away. um, (laughs) Yeah, show me that one, okay? (laughs) Just little techniques for putting it out there in the universe, what you need, and seeing how quickly it can come back at you. And it's just in the power of positive thinking. And we did we did some crafting and just some exercises, just basically like putting our intentions into things. And a lot of the times you can do that with just different crafts and different visuals. And I do things like, I, I have them do things like visual boards, too, so they can actually create a board of all the things they want, and then they see themselves getting them. It's almost like when you create the bucket list or the list, too, you can kind of see yourself achieving them. I've always had a lot of luck with that. If I do a scrapbook of, of clothes that I want, all of a sudden people start giving them to me. Nice. <laughs> really? Yeah. Mm. It works out for every little tiny thing. And then I so after I... that, I... I if I create a scrapbook of women, uh, <laughs> your wife is gonna. You'll see you them right? very quickly as friend suggestions on Facebook. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. There and you then go. they'll be your friends. Right. There you go. All right. All right. <laughs> and I did a class called Ocean Magic about two weeks ago, which was really fun. And we talked about um, connecting with the ocean and doing ocean magic and ocean altars. Um, about the gods and goddesses and the deities of the ocean um, and making, like, spell bottles connected to that and, like, taking different herbs as offerings to the ocean and doing full moon magic with the ocean and releasing negativity into the ocean and also gaining power through the ocean. Mm-hmm. That sounds wow. great. What Can you tell me what a spell bottle is? I don't know. A spell bottle is fun, and that's when you actually, um, with the ocean magic, we used, we used sand and we used some ocean stuff, but um, it just in general, it's like a bottle of herbs and stones and wishes and intentions, and just you're putting in there everything that you want to pull into your life. Ah, now do you, do you physically write out, uh, mm-hmm. you know, what, what your intentions, what your wishes are? Okay. Exactly. You physically write out everything that you want to bring back in, and then you would, you would package it depending on some people do it as mojo bags. If you do it as bottles, you package it with all the herbs for that intention, with all the stones for that intention, and you really, like, charge it up and keep that somewhere that you can look at it and say, you know, this is <laughs> this is what I'm going to get. <laughs> Just believe it, and it'll happen. Oh, okay. That's great. I love that. That's a great idea. And I put glitter in some of them, too. I, I, have, like, I have green glitter for the money ones, little pink glitter, because you shake it up, and you can almost feel magical when you look at something that's sparkly. That's a girly uh, thing. But. Of course. <laughs> well, when I do my face painting, everybody gets glitter. Everybody mm-hmm. gets glitter. <laughs> Even the boys. The boys are like, no, no, yeah. no glitter. But, it but, adds the magic to it. It does. It truly does. <laughs> it's just like you go, 
poof, and they go, ah. <laughs> it's exactly. Just, it's just a little sparkle. But it does. It makes it better. <laughs> if you say so. Mm-hmm. Well, <laughs> yeah, I've been trying to do a lot of little little different things. So it's been, it's been a really good run, and it's been great. I have some wonderful regulars, and they're just so supportive and so wonderful, and they're always there. Um, and it's just, I've just built a really great clientele from being at Omen, and even previously to being at Omen, reading before. Like So everybody's been following me. So it's been very good. Mm-hmm. So uh, are you going to be doing the Psychic Fair as well this year? Or? I will just be reading at Omen six days a week from 10 to 8 or 10 to 10. Oh, that's enough. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> wow. For the rest of and your I'll life. And I'll be doing a seance every Saturday night. <laughs> wow. I hope you get some sleep in there. Oh, Mondays. <laughs> <laughs> I'll be sleeping on Mondays. Oh, there you go. man. Ooh. It's going to be a blast. It's going to be a lot of fun. I also write a blog. I write a blog called Casper's Happy Medium, and it's about my life adventures. <laughs> uh, oh, where is that? At? Where is that? If it's on um, Casper's Happy Medium at blogspot.com, but I also share it on Facebook. Oh, cool. I'll have to put that up on our page. Casper's Happy that? Medium at blogspot.com. Okay. Mm-hmm. Cool. I'm no professor of literature, but <laughs> you know, it doesn't really nothing matter. funner than a crazy witch's rant. <laughs> <laughs> or any crazy woman, tell you the truth. Exactly. My dog wrote the last one, actually. <laughs> 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 About how wacky it is living with me and all these people in Salem. <laughs> <laughs> oh, you sound like you have a lot of fun in it. I really... Uh... So much fun. Uh, yeah. And uh, you know my good friend, Kelly Spangler? Yes, I do. Yep, I've been friends with her for quite some time, and Melissa, and they're just so great. They're Kelly says hi. She's in, she's in our chat room. Oh, yeah. Hi, Kelly. Oh, I'm so happy. Yes, yeah, she's great. <laughs> yeah, yeah I just Kelly. love having her in Salem here, too, with me. She's been here for a few yeah, years Kelly's gonna, so Kelly's going to be doing Spectral Evidence with us. And, yes, uh, that's yes. so exciting. Yeah, Kelly so has, a, like, seriously got the intensity of one of the most amazing mediums I've ever met in my life. And it's funny because mm-hmm. she really has inspired me to, like, really propel my career and to continue going because she really has this presence that you can just feel. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Just amazing. Just amazing. I agree. She is, mm-hmm. she is very intense because I, I very. sat in on her workshop um, at Spirit Quest. Oh, yeah. Um, Raising the Dead, right? Was mm-hmm. that anyway? Mm-hmm. And Speaking about fun. raising the dead, we've got to raise the commercials because I uh-huh. get the heat. <laughs> right. So, anyways, uh, you are listening to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with the blonde bombshell herself, Miss Ann Carrigan, and the humble New England's own Van Helsink, Ron Kolick. And our special guest has been Colleen White. And we'll be right back after the following message right here on Tojanet, Pararex, Ghost Channel, and beyond. Welcome to Tokinet, radio with a cutting edge. Everything you heard about witches is true. Halloween is the time of year when the shades of the dead whisper from forgotten places and spirits walk among us. The witches of Salem, Massachusetts, honor this time with Festival of the Dead, an annual event series that 
that explores death's macabre customs, heretical histories, and strange rituals. Founded by Salem witches, Sean Poirier, and Christian Day, and hosted by the foremost authorities on the spirit world, Festival of the Dead beckons guests to step through the veil into a mysterious realm where spirits await you. To learn more or to purchase tickets, visit festivalofthedead.com or call 978 Feel the need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future? Then Circles of Wisdom is just the place for you. Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more, located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more, all in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. And welcome back to Ghost Chronicles Next Generation with Ron and Anne and our special guest, Colleen White. Hey, you didn't mess up the name. That's good. (laughs) I almost did. I have to admit it. I was like, oh, okay, got it. I, I do <laughs> My name's time. really easy. <laughs> it is. That's, that's, it that's is. what's really cool. Nice Irish so, girl, eh? <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> so, Colleen, one thing I do want to ask, do you consider yourself a trans medium as well? I have real moments of trans mediumship. I feel like I have um, a little bit more control, though. I know Kelly's a trans medium, and I've seen some really interesting things happen to her. I can tell her, like, face changes, in a sense. Mm-hmm. I feel like there's just something about me that really, really works really hard on control. So it's, um, it, it, it happens. It definitely happens. But during a controlled setting, I, I don't do as much trans mediumship as other people do. I do more channeling, and I, I feel like I have a good amount of control over it. Um, but outside, uh, outside of the closed settings and work, I do quite a bit of transmediumship, actually. And it can be really interesting when you're losing the, the, the time. And especially when I'm around other people, I've had some just very interesting experiences and things happen with people just coming through and kind of taking over. So what do you, between channeling, uh, how would you say between a transmedium and, and, and channeling, what's the, I mean, separate this all for us because you I definitely yeah. feel like the difference is it's almost like it, it, if you're doing the transmediumship, usually it's kind of sort of like a blackout. It's like a, a soul a spirit steps into your body and then mm-hmm. you become that spirit. And in a right. sense, you're speaking that spirit. You are that spirit. Um, and sometimes you cannot really, most of the time with transmediumship, you're not aware of that. And with, with straight channeling, I feel like you're always kind of in the background in sitting there pulling the mm-hmm. strings on what's uh-huh. coming out or what's controlling or what's speaking. Like right. you have the ability to push it out when you're ready or to hear what's going on or see what's going on. Uh, I wondered that too. 
But it depends, too. It depends. I think everyone has their own different definition of it as well. Yeah. That's how I see it from the way I do it. I feel like right. I have an, uh, at least half an awareness when I'm doing channeling. Um, mm-hmm. But then there are the times where you just black out and you're just like, who, who was I? Right. I know. I know that uh, when I wrote the book uh, with Maureen, I worked with the transmedium uh, Maureen mm-hmm. Wood for years and years and years, and uh, we wrote the book Ghost Chronicles, and it's it's uh, not a narrative. It's like you're really there. We, mm-hmm. the fact, the font changes between us, but the parts that which she actually trans. Uh, channel, though, whatever you want to call it, those are the parts that I really had her write because she really stepped back so far. She didn't, doesn't remember uh, exactly. what transpired. Yeah. Hmm. yeah. It's, it's freaky stuff. That is you have to be really, I mean, I personally have to be really comfortable to do mm-hmm. that. So when I'm in a room of um, 40 strangers, it doesn't happen as much. I feel like I keep <laughs> the locks on, the psychic locks on a little bit. Yeah, yeah. Well, I would imagine that that would be really... I mean, to me, that would be frightening to not be aware uh, of, basically aware of what you were doing. It's difficult to give up control. Yeah. Yeah. So that's definitely, I think, one of our challenges constantly. And to be really good at what we do, you have to not have the the ability not to be afraid of that. Mm -hmm. It's it's not even I think I get better every year. I think that I am able to give over fear every year and just give, you know, give it over to spirit and let them do what they want to do. You know, it's not any worse, worse than you belting down a bottle of wine in, you know. It's the same. <laughs> you don't remember anything. You don't remember anything. <laughs> how, how do you, if you're not in control, how do you come back? That's a very good question. I feel like it's usually always around the same period of time, but then there are instances where people kind of have to snap you back. It's okay. funny, I... I've never really seen it go on long for anyone that I've been around or even for myself. When you say long, define long. I've seen people be someone else, and I feel like I've been myself someone else for an hour or or two even. But I've never seen it go on longer than that. That's that's a long time, an hour. That's the longest I've ever seen. That's that is kind of scary. But Usually, but, I would say ten, fifteen minutes. It's, yeah, right. I would yeah. think for that for that spirit. I mean, to manifest and have that energy. To and I know you know they're, mm-hmm. so they're 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 kind of taking you over and they're taking your energy. But mm-hmm. I would think that you know that would be really limited. To the amount of energy they'd have to summon to actually do that. Well, what's the in? The in, I think. Yeah. yeah. And you know, I mean, I, I, I've seen, I've worked with Maureen. I mean, sometimes when the spirit comes in, it's like they can breathe again. It's like they're mm-hmm. almost learning to breathe again. It it's, is. Yeah. yeah, it's it's really it's pretty. It, it, funny story is that uh, oh, years and years and years ago, um, I used to do events at the uh, Hooten Mansion called Contact. It was the first one, and uh, Christian and Sean Portia went uh, one year, the first year in fact, and they were doing um, the Ouija board on uh, Bar Merch's Ouija boards, and oh, and actually, I think they had one of the old ones, and Christian actually almost had that happen to him. And you, if you know Christian, Christian does not like to give up any control whatsoever. Yeah, he talks yeah, about so it. Yeah, so that really scared the crap out of him. Sean was actually the one that pulled him back yep. out of it. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he right. said that. Yeah. 
So it's frightening. Yeah, I remember that story. I have a question uh, for mm-hmm. Colleen from the chat room. It goes back mm-hmm. to a little bit to what we were talking about before uh, the break. Stephen Scott over in uh, Scotland. Hi, Stephen. Mm-hmm. Um, what says, what is the energy of ocean magic like as opposed to other types? And does it suit a specific type of working and result? Well, it's funny because I find that some people say, oh, you're you're kind of a water witch, you're kind of an ocean witch. I think that uh, some people work really, really well with the ocean. But I think the difference between ocean magic earth magic or conjure magic or just any type of magic in general is the ocean can take away as much as it gives you. It can cleanse you of things. Mm-hmm. And it, it's just a very visual, just very, I mean, we take salt baths. We tell people to take, take salt baths when they're trying mm-hmm. to get rid of negative energy. When you go to the ocean, you're really having that ability to let go of all of the negative. Like they tell you to cleanse before you actually do magic or ritual or draw in energy, and you're able to do all of it with the ocean. You're able to to get rid of your, the negativity, to draw in the energy from from the ocean, the sky, the moon, the sound, and then to start to manifest. Right. So it just you it know, really gives you that perfect setting for it. it, it it's such a, it's such an important thing. I mean, uh, this is one thing I always stress, and and I, and I do is. It, the thing, if, you, if you're ghost hunting, and I don't care who you are, the best thing for you to do before you go to bed is to take a shower, no matter what. Yep. I mean, yep. it, it's even better if you can put a little bit of sea salt in the in the bottom and, you know, run mm-hmm. your feet in or whatever. But at least take a shower. That is so important because all this, and well, not all the time, but a lot of the energy clings to you, with especially negative energy, and, and you yep. carry that with you. So. Mm. And it's an easy thing to do. And no matter what time I, I come in, whether it's 3 o'clock in the morning, 4 o'clock in the morning, I'll take my shower before I go to bed. Right. Oh, yeah. Right. I have to do it at the end of every work day. I imagine you because you got yeah. so much that you deal with. So much. And in my first October reading, I really, I because of just the level of Salem and just the high energy there and so many people coming and the way it gets, I really did drive to the beach every morning. And then I would drive there at the end of every night because it was just a powerful tool for grounding, centering, releasing. Mm-hmm. Right. Mm-hmm. Oh, so anyways, great. we have to take a little break right now because we have to listen to my favorite girl, Fala Ventura in another episode of Beyond Bizarre. (laughs) Where's the beef? The term Uncle Sam dates back to the Revolutionary War and a beef inspector named Samuel Wilson, who was very popular among his employees and affectionately known as Uncle Sam. After finishing his inspection, he would send beef to a contractor named Albert Anderson, where it was stamped E-A-U-S. When a worker asked what the letter stood for, a cohort replied jokingly that he didn't know unless they stood for Albert Anderson and Uncle Sam. The joke spread widely. The abbreviation U-S was commonly said to mean Uncle Sam, thus making the nickname Uncle Sam synonymous with United States. A fun and freaky fact from Varla Ventura's Beyond Bizarre. I don't know if that was 
love her voice. That was a little shorty. Yeah, Ron. Yeah. We know. We know. We, you love Varla. Mm-hmm. We love Varla. Well, somebody wants, loves Varla. She wants to be Varla Van Helsink. I know it. Ah, <laughs> <laughs> uh, well. Anyway, back on to uh, what we were talking about, which was uh, Colleen. <laughs> but uh, we, we were talking about mediumship and, and so forth, and and and. and you do a lot of readings. You not only do re- readings at Omen, but you also do it uh, online as well, too, right? Or, or yep, the hotline I do or whatever it at home. Yeah. I do phone readings from home um, most of the time, actually, because I'm only at Omen two or three days a week during the normal year. Um, mm-hmm. So I'm on Keen.com, and I'm on PsychicForHire.com on those other days from my house. And um, most nights, definitely, I'm reading at least four or five nights a week. I'm reading from home. Wow. Does it drain your your energy to to a point where you just like oh my god or you just can't get a good reading or or anything like that? Not real. I mean, in October when I'm doing my maximum amount of readings, I mean, I can read forty or fifty people in the front room and then go back and seance forty people in the back room, and I oh, really feel like I get my I get my energy from it. I mean, by the end of it, I'm kind of like uh, <laughs> <laughs> like staring at a wall a little bit, like right. <laughs> But um, I, I, as as it continues and the momentum builds, I just continue to get my energy from it. So it, it's draining to the point where when I finish, I, I, it used to be in October, if I managed a fair, managed the store, I could go out at the end of the night. And at the end of the night after reading that long, I, I mean, I can't have a beer without falling asleep. Yeah. <laughs> right, right. So I, I guess what you're saying then is that you are a bit of a psychic vampire then. <laughs> I think so. I definitely think so. I think that's what keeps me alive. Yeah, if you are feeding on the energy of, of others. I definitely, then. I definitely am. I've been accused of that quite a bit, but not in a negative way. Just right, in a, right, I right. mean, I, I take what I need. In October, a lot of people, like, you know, you avoid the crowds, and a lot of people will walk through the alleys or cut up side streets because they don't mm-hmm. want to walk through those crowds of people. Mm-hmm. I get my energy from those crowds of people, and then I go in and I'm able to give my energy to the people who are coming to see me. Wow. Mm-hmm. That's incredible. I would, I would, I mean, I would think by the end of the day, you would know, you, you must've just heard everything, <laughs> everything. More than everything I would think. Yeah. <laughs> it's, it's interesting. It really is. But we get some really normal people at home in October, strangely enough. It, really? I mean, I'm surprised by the, <laughs> of the normal that I read. It's definitely different than being, you know, behind the counter. The people who are actually signing up for psychic readings, a lot of them are joking and they don't believe in it. But then, I mean, they sit down and you do the talking. I mean, they're not supposed to really be doing the talking. You're supposed to say, I, you know, this is what your life looks like and this is what's around you and this is what just happened and this is what previously happened this is what's going to happen. Mm-hmm. And usually then at that point they're so shocked that they're a believer. I mean, always. Wow. They're, they're always a believer at that point no matter how skeptical they came in. Wow. Now, has anybody come back, actually, you know, like personally come back to you and said, you know, this happened, this happened, this oh, happened, yeah. you know? and it's my favorite thing in the world. Yeah, I actually had, I have so many people that come back um, year after year and say, everything you said happened, and I brought all my friends, and they always do that. <laughs> but I have, my, my favorite is this woman that I read last year, and I, I said, you know, both of your daughters are going to have children, 
and they're going to have, you know, this is the gender of the children, this is what's going to happen in the delivery room, and this is when they're going to be born. And the grandmother lived, it lives in a different state, and she came back to spend a few months staying with her daughter that lives locally, and she came right in to see me, and she's like, everything that you said was right, and this is the baby that you predicted. And and she brought her daughter in, and then they did, as she stayed, she just came in to visit me. And it was just, it was, it's just very nice, moments like that. That's awesome. That's that's what a, you know. Not only a great affirmation, but it's you know, wonderful. It's always talking to me how yeah. amazingly it works and how right. clearly it works and how mm-hmm. how many people come back and say that how everything that I say comes true and how accurate it is. And I don't like to say that too much because I always think this is a gift. It's not something we're supposed to you know brag about or right. say it's a hundred percent accurate. Mm-hmm. I mean. <laughs> There's always going to be people that are very closed off or, you know, they're not going to mm-hmm. always want to listen or remember it later on. But for the most part, I think the highest percentage really do see that it's real. So, I mean, what do you do when you get the testers? Oh, my God. I, I, had, a, I had a few this week, actually. <laughs> I had two in a row, and I had one. And what I do is, as a clairvoyant, I, I try to I read people when they sit down. Like, I don't need the card. So when someone signs up for a clairvoyant read, and I can sit down and just read them. But some people really put up serious blocks. And it's not many people. Not many people are going to come in and plop down 35 <laughs> 40 bucks for a reading, and right. they don't want to get read. But yeah. I, I've had a few people that would come in, and they have some serious blocks up. So you look at them, and you say, oh, have you had a reading before? I'm not telling you. Where, oh, where are you from? I'm not telling you. No. And I'm like, okay, well, we're just going to do this. You're going to shuffle these cards. And then I stop looking at them, and I stop reading their energy, and I don't let their energy bother me. And that's when tarot cards come in handy because that's when it tells me the whole story. And I don't even look at them. I'll, I look up at them after I'm halfway through, and I see the expression on their face, and I know that I hit it all. And, <laughs> <laughs> and that's all that matters. <laughs> right. wow. do, do you get the ones that do – you ever, do you ever get one of the ones that – They'll lie to you, absolutely lie to you. I have had people, and a lot of times I have it with language barriers. I've had people who don't speak English very well, and I say, you know, this. so this just happened, no. That just happened, no. And this is about to happen, and this is going on now, no, no, no. And at the end, they're the ones that give me a $20 tip and say, you are very good. And I'm like, (laughs) (laughs) is it the language barrier, or were you just funny? (laughs) That's funny. Oh, my God. I, 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 I can't remember who I was talking. I don't know if it was Leanne or Laurie, but I remember they were talking there. And they had one that came in, and that's all they wanted to do. They just wanted to prove that you were full of yep. crap. And oh. they sat down, and they picked up on it right away, and they just said, you, whoever it was, you know, give them their money back. I don't want to talk to them. Have a good day. Yep. That was it. Wow. Yeah. Yep. Well, who needs that, right? Exactly. I mean, that, that's that's, you know, it's not in the spirit of what's, you're right. supposed to be doing it. it yeah, it really isn't. And it's, it's just one of those things where, you know, I, I feel like, why would you even bother unless you're writing an article or something? And even then, you know, it, right. why would you bother right. come in? And, yeah, don't come but, in you know, just you to have cause to, trouble. Yeah. You have to get the skeptics. And you also get the hard cases. I mean, I had someone who came through October and came to so many different people for mediumship. And it was just something about her situation, the person that she wanted to get. And she wasn't, a lot of times they don't tell you who they want to get. And I sometimes think that's the best because that's when you really find the people around them and you give them the authentic, this is a real feeling. And this person had gone through a lot of people. And she came to me in October and we had a half an hour reading. And it did take me, it took me 10 minutes to get into the man that she was looking for. But I got him very clearly and I told her everything. 
Wow. Oh, cool. So I, I was glad that she, you know, she got to that point where she was really looking for this person, and she was at, at the point where she would go to many people to try to mm-hmm. get to them, and I was just happy mm-hmm. that I could help and get it. I was like, wow, this is a blessing. This is a gift that I can do this. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I I have to say I, I have um, uh, my girlfriend, my best friend at the time, um, passed away a few years ago, mm-hmm. and... You know, she she's someone that I really wanted to hear from. Yeah. And and um, you know, whenever I have a, a reading or, or whatever, I always hope, you know, that she's gonna that she's gonna come through. Yeah. You know, and and uh, she 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 actually at Spirit Quest when. Um, you know, I was gonna say that too. Jane Doherty mm-hmm. got up, and she got her. And she came yeah. right. She came right over to me. I was the first person she came over to me because I was yeah. sitting there, saying, "I want to talk to Cindy. Come on, Cindy. You know, just come talk to me." Yeah. And, uh, and she came right over to me first. So I guess I was. I now she it. slides right in when you ask her. So that that's very good. Mm-hmm. That's we do a lot of mediumship. I know Mealy and I know Lori Bruno um, daily. I know Kelly does this too. But we do a lot of mediumship mixed in with our regular readings too. Like if we see something, we'll actually tap into it or, or talk, start talking about it right away. But I think something changes when someone requests a mediumship reading or goes to a seance or any setting like that. Something changes in the psychic, so they're far more open or aware that they well, can actually get in there a little bit more. Whoa! What was that? Hello? Uh, Hello? We're still here. What was that? That I don't know. That was strange. Anyways, I just had some other voices come through. Oh. Uh, That's the the interesting thing I was going to mention about is when you do like a tarot reading or something, and then you do have other people that come through, so it ends up as, you know, you're going to do this reading, and then you... You've got a really a medium mystic reading where there's a spirit that wants to talk and yeah. it kind of like messes up. Well, it doesn't mess it up, but it, it You have to kind of organize your time in the reading if you get that <laughs> spirit energy. You have to say, you know, like I try to get it out of the way in the beginning. That's why I flip on the clip. In the beginning, I sit with someone, I start to read, and I start to read the energy around them. So then I'll be like, this is the spirit around you that wants to talk to you, and this happened. And a lot of time I try to get it out of the way at the beginning or the end, and then that can influence the timing that you can take running through the tarot. And sometimes they, you know, there's not as much you need to do with the tarot because you're finding that that's what they were looking for right away. Mm-hmm. They just didn't know it. Right. That's funny. Yes. Kelly did a reading on me up at Spirit Quest, and she's like, I'm sorry, there's a woman standing behind you, and I just have to. I have to do this first. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. And it was, that's the it was way really, it. It was, it was really funny because uh, it was my husband's Aunt Dal, and I just got the biggest chuckle out of it because I'm like, that would be the last person that, that you would think. And then I would say that. And standing there trying to get mm-hmm. my attention, you know? Yeah. It's humorous. Yeah, I had a woman, it was funny, I had a woman that got a husband, and she was, like, looking for the husband, and I'm like, I was like, you know, I gave the message concerning his mother, and she was like, well, that's not the message I want, and I'm like, but I can understand why he's saying that. I hate her. And I was just like, oh, my God, this is so funny. (laughs) You definitely can't custom pick messages. Right. 
funny. Yeah, there's someone from the Parax chat room just said to me, uh, the ghosts of girlfriends past run. Uh, no, I'm not looking for any ghosts of girlfriends past. Thank you very much. <laughs> <laughs> Enough woman in my life as it is. <laughs> oh, um, yeah. That's your, throwing them at your feet there, Ron. Well, no, I mean, women are so annoying. That's that's the whole thing. If, oh, you know, really? Really, yeah. You know, really? if it was just guys in the world, it would be so much easier. But, you know, if uh-huh. you get these women and they get the emotions and all this other stuff, it's it's so strange. It's, uh, uh-huh. Okay. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. I'll remember that. Yeah. Uh-huh. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, uh, speaking of uh, mediumship, I mean, should a medium ever try to contact their own spirits they want to talk to? Or should oh, definitely. I, mean, really? um, I think that a little bit of both. See, I'm, I, I do the witchcraft in a way that I, I, I try to do ancestry worship constantly, and I try, to ask, I try to ask for help from my loved ones in the past. I was raised by my grandparents, and they're both gone. My first okay. boyfriend's gone. So I have a, I have a lot of dead people. Huh. <laughs> And I, I try to, I, I definitely try to work with everyone that I have, and a lot of times I will feel them. I mean, I dream about my grandparents who raised me in the house that I grew up in my whole life. I dream about them, and I have conversations with them every night. Oh, yeah, that makes sense, So it actually. just happens yeah. naturally. Yeah, that, that actually makes sense. Uh, yeah, when, you when, you have, when you have a loss that was unexpected, it's very hard for for us, just mm-hmm. like it is for everyone else, to get more than a glimmer of them. It is a good time to go and seek out another medium that you trust. Right. And, and when you want a reading, like a, a, a you know a, a future, I don't like a tarot reading as I like to call them. Uh, mm-hmm. uh, it, you really don't do your own. You really go to someone else. It's you, funny. I was do? just joking. I had a client over today, and I was like, "Oh my god, I so want a reading." But I know if I do myself, I'm just going to look at the cards and be like, "Well, is it what I want?" It's not. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Strangely enough, I mean, obviously, definitely, I mean, Leanne's read me before, and Michael Pendragon at Omen, you know, when we were together, we'd be, you know, all of us exchange readings at Omen and stuff. I, I, I know whenever I want, sometimes I don't talk to Kelly for that often, so whenever I want someone to just clarify something, I'll go right over her house, like, help. <laughs> <laughs> I'll bring you a bottle of wine to help. There you <laughs> go. Look at this. <laughs> it's just getting a second opinion. It's it's like it's definitely it's hard to read yourself. I do it all the time, but mm-hmm. you know because it's force a habit. But it's definitely if it's something serious, or you've got a few things out of whack. You know, it's good to go to a friend and get that second opinion. Well, I can't believe it, but that's the doorbell. It means the uh, pizza's here, so we have to wrap it up. Pizza from the dead. That's here. Pizza from the dead. Yep. There you go. <laughs> so, so. Uh, Colleen, we want to thank you so much for joining us uh, here thank on you. Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. You were a lot of fun. and uh, fun. Yeah, and uh, so were you nervous when I asked you to come on? Oh, just a little bit. I mean, I talked <laughs> on the Christian's radio show, but I've never yeah. done one myself, so this is yeah. a lot of fun. Oh, that's great. That's well, great. Well, I, I thought maybe my reputation had gotten in the way, but that's uh, definitely you, you <laughs> had heard, so that's good. Yes, Ron, that's it. Oh, no, I was happy to do it, and it was great. I'm so excited. <laughs> Carling, thank you so much for coming on the show, and uh, we wish you the best of luck in October. Remember, come visiting and come to a wine women. Oh God, I'd love to. I will, I will, I will. I'll keep a dress in my car, and uh, there you go. All right. Oh, good. Pumps are okay, right? Yep. Okay, there you go. 
Thanks, Colleen, so much. Colleen, have a good night, and uh, remember, November's right around the corner. Thank you. Bye. (laughs) Bye-bye. Well, that was another show down the tubes. I know. That was fast. She was funny, huh? Yes. She seems very nice. We'll have to to see if we can see her when we're up there in Salem. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. uh, She'll be a gnomon forever. (laughs) In October when we're there, so. Yeah, yeah. Boy, I'm I'm getting to know more and more witches. I'm going to know everybody up there pretty soon. (laughs) There you go. See what happens when you hang around with me? There you go. Your life goes down the crapper. Yeah, right. Right. That's it. (laughs) It's all your fault. (laughs) Anyways, uh, just before I forget, uh, I don't even know what I was going to say, so I guess I forgot already. Well, I think you said it all at the beginning, but, you know. Oh, jeez, you still remember that? <laughs> <laughs> nope. Okay, nope. good. All right. Have a glass of wine quickly. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, Ann, thanks a lot. It's been a lot of fun. And, oh, I do want to mention, I know there was one other thing I want to mention. I want to, uh, uh, do men- yeah, I want to mention that uh, Laura Worcester now is my official co-host for Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition on oh, WCPF. Poor Laura. <laughs> Everybody says that. I don't get it, though. I, I really don't understand that. But that's... <laughs> that's awesome. All right. Yeah. So, good night. God bless, everyone. See you Thanks next for week. listening, everybody. We'll see you yeah. next week. Bye-bye. From ghoulies to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night. Deliver us 